I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. On a Monday. A Medal of Honor Monday, and yes, I am back. I am so excited to be here. I have missed you. Did you miss me? What do we got tonight? All right, I, I'm going to address very briefly. I'm going to I'm going to start out with this. I'm going to address the whole lab leak thing because it's all anyone can talk about. Believe me, I've got a I've got a different kind of a take on that, as you might imagine. We're, we'll talk about it. We're going to talk about the next step. The next step in their plan, because they have plans, the communists do. What is it? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about how we have remade the world's economy for the worse and why. How'd that come about? It's a whole remote work thing. There's news out of New York City. We'll get into that. Why are all the cops going to Florida? Personal debts, heavy D. We'll get to your emails, all kinds of stuff tonight coming up on the Jesse Kelly show. And it's going to be fun. Now let's address the lab leak thing. Cause I know, I know without question, I already know. I, I, even though I don't consume any radio anymore or TV anymore, that's nothing against radio and TV, but I don't ever want to have my opinion about something manipulated subconsciously by something I see or hear. So I just don't, I want you to have my take, whatever that may be. But I know, I'm reasonably sure 
You've heard things like this all day long and seen them on TV. This question about the Wuhan lab, we know that it's been debunked. Those same agencies now have been tapped with investigating one of Trump world's most favorite conspiracy theories. And there is simply no reason to believe that that, that is the case. There is no empirical evidence to verify that. Coming up with a conspiracy theory. Okay, you get the idea. The media, that was a flashback media saying, there's no lab leak, it's crazy to lab leak. And I could sit and read for you all the headlines about the media saying there's no lab leak. And now all of a sudden it comes out. U.S. Department of Energy assesses COVID-19 likely resulted from a lab leak. And I know what everyone else has said today, or at least I can guess. But we're going to pause on this. I want you to take this whole lab leak revelation, the system finally admitting what you knew a long time ago, and I want you to put that in your back pocket. I'm going to tell you a little story. Long-time listeners of the show have heard it before, but I'm going to bring it up again because, man, is it applicable now, and it's probably going to be applicable to you. The most revealing moment of my life. I'm 41. I've had many moments in my life, many great ones, Many terrible ones. Most of my terrible ones were no doubt self-inflicted. But the most revealing moment was this. I was a young Marine back in 2003, corporal at the time. And we got word after 9-11, it had been some time, but after 9-11, some months later, we got word that my unit, 1st Battalion, 7th Marines, Alpha Company, we were going to Kuwait. Now, we knew why we were going to Kuwait. We were clearly gearing up for war against Iraq. And I love my country. And the Marines I was with, we, we love our country. We were, we were patriots to the core. Our patriots to the core, I should say. And I want you to understand this. Leading up to this, yes, there's apprehension and, and you're you're worried about not coming home and dying and all the other things that your mind will do to you leading up to that. But I want you to understand, at least in my area, I can't speak for everyone, in my area, we were excited. We were excited about, one, if I'm being honest, adventure. Who doesn't want to go on an adventure? A dangerous adventure? Young men crave dangerous adventures. We were excited about that. We were excited about the prospect of fighting for our country. We were excited about the prospect of seeing what we were really made of. All you do is train, 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 hour after hour after hour. Do I ever get to use any of these skills? So we were excited. It was more excitement than anything else. And America was on our mind. When we got to Kuwait, we were training and training and training, but there was an extra strain. It was always there, but there was an extra strain of patriotism coursing through our veins. This is going to come back to the Lab League stuff. Just stay with me here. And then one night we get the word. There's always a rumor, by the way. We're in Kuwait for, I think, about a month, if I remember right. But there's always a rumor. Hey, are we going to war? Are we going tomorrow? I got word. I heard it's tomorrow. Oh, no, no, no. My buddy told me it's uh, next week. There's always a rumor going around. We finally got word. We felt like it was solid word. One night, be packed and ready. Probably coming tonight, tomorrow night. Boom. Word comes down. Let's go. Lock and load. Go get in the Amtraks. That's a, you, would, you would think it looked like a tank without a gun. It's an armored personnel carrier. Go get in your Amtraks and let's go. And we get in Kuwait. I'll never forget this moment. It's actually really cool. We get in Kuwait and it's evening time when we take off. So the sun is going down. And you look to your right and you look to your left and the front and the back 
and you have all these Amtraks full of United States Marines blazing north from Kuwait, heading towards Iraq. And they're starting to shell the southern border of Iraq with artillery shells. Looks like something out of the movies. And you look to your right and you look to your left and there are American flags on every single Amtrak. The way I remember it, every Amtrak had a huge American flag on it. And we are ready to go. Nobody was sitting in the inside of the track. You can stand and have your head on the outside, your head and upper body, depending how tall you are. But we're all standing up. And you can tell, obviously, there's fear. I'm not going to lie. There was plenty of fear going around. But there's this excitement. It's before battle. And my, look around us. Yes, we're going to war. It felt big. And it felt patriotic. It felt patriotic. I, I can't put it in better words than it felt patriotic. We, we go into war, and I won't go into all the details now. It's, it's too long of a story to tell. But we get a couple weeks, and I'm going to mess up that timeline. Maybe been three weeks, maybe been a week and a half. In my in my memory now, we're dealing. This is 20 plus years ago. It was a couple weeks. I always mess up the timeline on it. I always will. But a couple weeks, we are on the side of a road somewhere in Iraq. You never know where you are. You can ask, and they'll tell you. But you don't even know what that means. We're on the side of a road. We're waiting for something. You find out you have to wait a lot. We would outpace our water. We would outpace our food, and you have to wait for things to catch up. Or there are mines or things that people ahead of you have to clear. But we pulled over for some reason, and we're waiting. And word comes down to us. Take down the flags. We said, I'm sorry, what? Hey, they want you to uh, take down your American flags. And we were... You should have, you should have heard the silence. I know that doesn't make sense, but you should have heard the silence. It was almost a collective. What did, what did you just say? Word is out. Direct orders. Take down your American flags, fold them up, put them away. They don't want them displayed anywhere. And obviously, as you can imagine, we were confused and the anger was building and so with a couple expletives thrown in, the question was, uh, why? Why do I, a Marine who's trained for years now at war for my country, why do I have to hide my American flag? Well, they don't want us to be seen as conquerors, so they want you to put your flag away. Now, I can't speak for the other men, all the other men in my unit. I can speak for many of my close friends because there were several discussions afterwards. But that night, that moment and that night, for me, that was the most revealing moment of my life. And that was the moment for me, everything changed. This is all going to come back to the lab leak stuff. Hang with me. What changed? Well, my country's still wonderful. My country's still worth fighting for still worth dying for, still worth everything. But that moment revealed to me that the leadership of the United States of America, and this is under George Bush, by the way, but that the men and women who lead this country, they don't care for it. They don't care for me. That what I'm doing over here, and I'm not one of these anti-war types, but what I'm doing over here is clearly not important, and it's clearly not being done on behalf of the United States of America. And it revealed to me that the people who lead our nation would send me 
and all my Marine Corps buddies to die without a moment of hesitation for something that was not for the benefit of the United States of America. And I had lived, I think I was 20 at the time, maybe 21. No, I was 21. I was 21. I was 21 at the time. That for me was a change because I had lived every moment of my life up to that point in time believing the opposite. Every moment of my life up to that, I had believed the opposite. What should you take from the news that COVID came from a lab? Should we call out hypocrisy? That's that's probably what you've heard all day. These people are hypocrites. These people are liars. No, we're about to have our own revealing moment. Maybe this will be your revealing moment. You ready for it? Buckle up. It might hurt, but we're going to have it here in a moment. And let me tell you, let me give you another moment here. I've been reading you headline after headline after headline after headline from various financial institutions and others talking about there's no soft landing. There's no soft landing. That sounds kind of weird. Right here, headline, Summers, chance of soft landing or receding. Well, what are they saying? What's that? I don't understand. Soft landing? Is it a plane? Are Are we jumping off of a roof? That's them saying a recession is coming. A really, really, really bad one. A really bad. They're telling you it's coming. Do you have three months worth of food yet in your home? Do you know half of South Africa is without power? Do you know much of the world is going dark? MyPatriotSupply.com. If you go get it now, they give you $200 worth of survival gear free. MyPatriotSupply.com. They have emergency three-month food kits ready to go. Go get one now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Now let's have our revealing moment. Hang on. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I swear on my life, we're going to change the subject here shortly because we're, look, we're just having a direct conversation now that I'm back. We might even bring up peanut butter here in a minute, but we got it. We got to hit with this. We got to hit with this lab leak stuff. It's all anyone can talk about now. The revelation. It's a new revelation. My word, COVID came from a lab. Okay. For one, let's set aside all, all the other ridiculousness about hypocrisy and whatnot. It's time for us to all grow up. You, me, everybody, put on our big boy pants and acknowledge the reality of life. I just gave you my revealing moment. Here's a revealing moment for you and me. Something I have to constantly remind myself of. They're all lying to you all the time because they hate you. And I know that that is a hard thing to accept, especially because you're a patriot. You love your country. And so you know what you want to believe You know what I want to believe? You know what I want to believe? This is what I want to believe. I want to believe that this is just a, it's just a blip in the radar, a moment in time. You know what? You know what? They just got it wrong. In the beginning, they just, whoopsie. Oh, did I make a boo-boo mistake? And I messed up about COVID. It didn't, it didn't actually, it didn't actually come from a bowl of bat soup and, oh, whoopsie. Did I promote lockdowns that end up 
ended up not helping anybody and in fact killing a lot of people. Oops, my bad. Whoopsie daisy. I want to believe that. I know you want to believe that. And okay, after this, okay, okay, they made a bunch of big boo-boos. But after this now, they're going to stop with those boo-boos and they learned their lesson. I want to believe it. Of course, of course I want to believe it. Man, gosh, do I want to believe it. You want to believe it too. This is just a, a hiccup. But if I actually was, if I was to believe that, here's the reality of it. I would be cheating myself. I would be cheating you. I would be cheating my wife, my kids. I would be cheating every single person in my life. Because believing things that aren't true, simply because I want them to be true, is an extremely damaging and frightening and frankly deadly way to live your life. The truth is, you live in America 2023. You don't get to live in the America your dad had. I don't get it. You don't get to live in the America grandpa had. You don't get that. I don't get that. I wish I did. Tough. Wish in one hand, crap in the other. See which one fills up first. You live in the America we have now. The America we have now has been weaponizing itself against you and I for years. How did that happen? They got the the education system. Then they got to the street corners and they got active. They got local, involved in local politics. And then they began to work their way up through the institutions. And this took years and years and years, decades for this to happen. But now you get the final form. I get the final form. Now, now the poison has worked its way up from the roots and it runs the tree. Yes, that's right, Chris. As as that famed socialist said in 1967, the long march through America's institutions. Guess what? Now they have them all. What does that mean for you and me? It means every single thing they do, from their border policies to their military policies to their COVID policies, it's all a direct assault on you because these people live their lives in combat mode. You do not. You want to take the day off. You want an hour off. I don't want to do this. I want to be happy. I just spent four days with my family, kids, wife, parents, sister, having a blast, taking the time off. You know who didn't take the last four days off? The communists who believe you're Adolf Hitler and deserve to die. They didn't take a moment off. When they bring you the news at night, it's not biased. It's hostile to you. It is a lie. Everything you're seeing. It's not shading the truth. It's not leaning this way. It's hostile to you. When they open your borders, it's not a whoopsie. I spilled my milk. They opened your borders so they can burn your country down. When we got a new virus, we didn't understand in this nation. There was never even a thought The thought never even crossed the minds of the medical institutions in this country, of the media, of anyone. The thought never crossed their mind for the briefest moment. How can I fix this virus? How can I save lives? Immediately, because they live in combat mode, the thought was, how can I punish my enemies? Oh, a virus? It's just like a mass shooting for them, only times a thousand. Yes! 
Mass shooting! Hey, who died? Were they black? Thank God, we can use this! The same thing went through their minds, including your doctor. How can I use this to punish my enemies? You don't want to live your life that way. I don't want to live my life that way. But it is time for us to buck up and grow up and accept that the people who run this country, that is how they live their lives. What am I supposed to tell you tonight? Oh, wow. Now they finally admit that it's a lab leak. Ha ha ha. We finally got them, guys. Sorry, that's not the lesson I should take or the lesson you should take. The lesson we should take is you're being lied to at all times, including about everything that's currently going on. Oh, they'll admit it three years from now once it's too late. You're being lied to. You practicing with your weapon yet? Do you think it might be a good time in times like this when you now, when I now live in a completely corrupted nation that is hostile to me? when you live in a corrupted nation that is hostile to you, when the institutions have declared war on you, do you think maybe it would be a good time to become more proficient with your firearms? I think now might be the perfect time, no? Do you have your Mantis X system? Did you put in 10 minutes this weekend? I did not, full full admission, I did not. Was traveling and did not. That's on me, I own it. But I will do better next weekend. Mantis X. Every week. Not once. Every week. Don't buy it and let it collect dust. Buy it. Dry fire practice in your home. Get fast and deadly with your weapon. MantisX.com. MantisX.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe... Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did the coronavirus pandemic start in a lab? Is that what you believe now? Well, Dana, there is a variety of views in the intelligence community. Some elements of the intelligence community have reached conclusions on one side, some on the other. A number of them have said they just don't have enough information to be sure. Here's what I can tell you. President Biden has directed repeatedly uh, every element of our intelligence community to put effort and resources behind getting to the bottom of this question. <laughs> I love this administration. I get, part of me loves them. But well, no, I mean, there's a lot of ins and a lot of outs. I mean, it, it might have, it may not have. I mean, who really knows? Look, look, Joe Biden's, he doesn't have time to deal with this. He's all over the East Palestine situation. So do you plan to travel there and have you talked with the mayor? I, I, I can't recall that. I don't think I've talked to the mayor. I've talked to everyone else there and multiple times. I've talked to both the senators, both, both governors. I've talked to everyone there is to talk to. And we've made it clear that everything is available. He talked to both governors. I think he's ready. <laughs> Remember, we have Medal of Honor Monday coming up about a half hour from now. All right, before we get to... Before we get to the next thing in the war on you, I just that was too heavy. We need to lighten this up because actually, you know what? This may this may get dark. I can't say. Jesse, I'm in line at Chick-fil-A and I'm listening to you talk about the versatility of peanut butter. I feel like it's my responsibility to suggest that you try it with apples because there's nothing better than slicing up an apple and dipping those chunks of apple. I don't care what color. I don't care if it's sour or sweet. Just dip it in peanut butter and thank me later. Her name is Dawn. Okay, Dawn, let's have a chat. Just you and me talking, Dawn. All right, talking to you directly. Don't ever come on this show pitching for apples again. I'm tired. I'm tired of living a lie. I'm tired of living the lie. Shut up, Chris. I'm tired of living the lie that apples are decent. No, no, you know what? They are decent, all right? They're not worth it. They're not worth it. They're so 
hard. And then you have to say, well, why don't you just slice them up? Okay, so now I've got to pull out a cutting board. I've got to slice it. Well, Jesse, but they're good in peanut butter. A dirty jock strap is good in peanut butter. That doesn't mean apples are good. I'm tired of the apple guy, an apple a day. You know, you know what? How about some blueberries? How about some strawberries? You know, you know what's you know what? You know what no one has ever done? In the history of mankind, I don't know how many billions of people have lived. I went to community college. I didn't research it. But there's a lot of people who have lived on the history of this planet. Nobody has ever bitten into a juicy nectarine with just the juices running down their chin (laughs) and said to themselves, man, I wish this was an apple. I could go for an apple right now. That has never happened. Yet the nectarine gets no love. Have you ever had nectarine pie? No, you haven't. No one's even come up with that idea, nectarine pie. How about some nectarine juice? If I go to the store, I'm looking at a sea of apple juice when apples hardly have any juice. How many apples have to be murdered to get that little one liter thing of apple juice? But I don't get that, do I? I don't get my nectarine juice. Why? Because Big Apple has a big lobbying arm. What, Chris? You think I don't see the conspiracies behind it? You think we've been talking tonight about the lies? You don't even know you've been lied to, Chris. You've been lied to. I'm on to you, Big Apple. I see what you're doing, crowding everyone else out. What, Chris? What do I think of applesauce? Oh, I I think it's wonderful. Of course. Blend, uh, Blend up some apples so they're finally freaking edible without shattering your front teeth. You look like Leon Spinks by the time you're done eating an apple. Blend up some apples and put cinnamon in them. Of course it's delicious. That's not a defense of the apple. You could do that with broccoli and it would... Okay, that's too far. You couldn't do it with broccoli. And again, this wasn't apple hate. I'm just tired of all this apple talk. It's gotten to me, Chris. It's gotten to me. Speaking of Big Apple, let's talk about Kathy Hochul for a minute. The war on you. I'm not going to go into all the details of it because it gets way in the weeds. But New York's working on a budget right now. That's just the latest example of the war on you. And remember this. Remember something. When Republicans get elected, you've seen this your entire life. I know you have. When Republicans get elected, they spend virtually every minute apologizing for their friends to their enemies. All all the time. How many Republicans? Well, I mean, those January 6th guys. I agree with Chuck Schumer. They did what, look, we did almost die. Chuck, you make a good point. Chuck, we're friends, right? Hey, let's meet up for cocktails after. When Democrats get elected, and they're all communists now, they do what communists have always done. They spend every waking moment doing one of two things. There's only one of two things they ever do. Reward their friends, punish their enemies. That's what they do. You want to know what else is coming for you? Hochul's new budget plan for New York. It's going to force low-income housing into suburban areas. Now, why? What's the purpose of that? Well, you know how we've talked before about the election map? How, look, we're talking about it. Let's just bring it up. New York's election map. Go pull up New York's election map. Congressional election map. Just uh, do an internet search if you're not driving right now. New York's election map. I'll tell you what, I got my phone beside me. I'll do it right here. We'll do it together. New York, Chris, this is good. Congressional, wait, that's a hard word. Why won't autocorrect? What, Chris? New York congressional election 
map. Now, what do you see? You just did it with me unless you're driving, but what do you see? Oh my gosh, it's so red. It looks red. There just aren't very many blue areas. Well, Democrats can read too. Barely, but they can read. They look at that. You look at that election map, and I'll tell you what you do. You talk about maybe the cities. Wow, New York City messing everything up. Or maybe you talk about rural America sharing your values. Like that, that's how you look at it. Okay, how do we get to the city? Or maybe I should move. That's how you look at it. You know what Democrats see when they look at that map? Oh, I see my friends live here, and my mortal enemies live here. And I don't like it that there's so much red and so little blue. My enemies have so much ground. Well, how do I how do I change that? How do I punish them? Oh, I know. I'll simply steal their money, I'll steal their tax dollars, and I'll use it to buy low-income housing in these red areas and turn it blue. Now that's a sick cynical way to look at the world, you don't have to look at the world that way. You shouldn't. But you also have to understand that is how the communist looks at the world. He looks and thinks, "Uh uh-oh, there are my enemies out there just sitting there in suburbia. They're just out there. They're just out there on Long Island being Republican. How can I get them? How can I get those? You know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? I'll simply take a big chunk of the money that the Republicans are paying into the state coffers and I'll build a bunch of housing projects right in the middle of where they live and destroy what they've built for themselves. You would never think that way. But as long as we're having revealing moments tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show, congratulations, that's exactly how they look at it. They get in a room and they sit down and they strategize. Okay, guys, what's on the agenda today? Are we rewarding our friends or punishing our enemies? Because those are the only two things we're doing. There's a reason there's a housing project coming to a suburb near you. You didn't think that congressional map was just going to go unnoticed, did you? All right, enough. We have to talk about... I got to get away from politics for a minute, Chris. We have to talk about remote work. Can I talk about remote work? I've gone off on this before. We're about to go off on some remote work. No, if you work remotely, you're not going to be insulted. Actually, you might be insulted. I insult people a lot on accident. But either way, we're going to talk about how the world... On accident, Chris. We're going to talk about how the world's economy has changed. We're going to talk about how... You can do better. Not, Not personally. You're probably stuck where you are. Oh, I'm kidding. No, you can do better. But how can we all be better? I've been thinking about this a lot lately. How can I be better? Now, I know what you're thinking, Jesse. There are a whole lot of ways you could be better, but how do I do more good this year than I've ever done? How do you do more good? Running for office, working, how do we do more good? Maybe you could could save a baby's life this year. $28 to preborn saves a baby's life. That $28 to preborn, it goes to an ultrasound, providing a free ultrasound to a baby that's about to be aborted and that baby's mother, so she can hear that heartbeat and choose life. 28 bucks, 28 bucks, and you can sit down with your family that night and discuss the life you just saved today. 
preborn.com slash Jesse. Go save a life tonight. All right? Sponsored by Preborn. Be back. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Yes, I'm going to tell you right after. Oh, did I tell you, Chris? I forgot to tell you. I might as well tell you when I tell everyone else that I'm pretty sure the wife has a concussion from our trip. Oh, I didn't tell you? Oh, man. Okay, hold on. Hold on. We have to talk about remote work. You know what? Screw that. I'm talking about remote work next hour. I'm talking. I'm telling this story now. So get this. This is what happened. We, I, I can tell you where I was. We went to me, the wife, the boys. We went to a big, and my parents, sorry, my parents and my sister. We all met in Nashville last Thursday. Why? Well, there's something called the Safari Club. You ever heard of it? Chris, you ever heard of the Safari Club? Michael, you ever heard of the Safari Club? No? Bunch of children. Safari Club is this international hunting and fishing expo organization. I'm not a member, although actually I might be a member now. I think I had to join to walk in the place. Anyway, I wasn't a member before then, but it it's this place, and this is what it is. You walk into a convention center. They have it in Vegas. They have little satellite ones in other places. The city's convention center. And what you will see is a C. I didn't do that on purpose, but man, that worked well. What you will see is a C of booths set up, like a trade show of some kind. Now, what kind of booths are these? There are going to be a bunch of, hey, buy my custom boots. Here's custom cowboy hats. There are custom rifles, custom optics. So I'm going to get into that in a second, Chris. Chris Chris may just, he may we may get to hear Chris. I may turn your microphone on for this, Chris. We may hear Chris have a heart attack when I tell the optics part of the story. But anyway, we get to the optics and all kinds of different things. But there's also all these outfitters there who are there selling hunting trips and fishing trips from all over the world. And I, I really mean this. You can walk through this thing row after row. You want to go shoot a deer in Tennessee? You can. Do you want to go shoot uh, a deer in Mongolia? You can. I'm not making that up. You want to go bird hunting in France? You can would you like to go fishing on the Amazon? You can. And I went to one of these when I was a kid. When I was a small kid, my dad took me to one. And there were some of these booths set up. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. We didn't get anything. We didn't have the money for it. But I swore to myself, I said, one day, one day I'm going to take my family to one of these and I'm going to buy a trip. I'm going to get a trip and we're going to go. So I went to do this with my father. He's getting older. Mother's getting older. That's just the way life goes. Sister was there. Wife's there. My boys are getting older. They're 14 and 12. They're not going to want anything to do with me shortly. We decide to go to Nashville. Love Nashville anyway. So we go to Nashville, go to the safari club thing, go up and down. Look at, we were looking for fishing. I don't really hunt very much anymore. I have nothing against it. I don't know why I grew out of it, but we were looking for fishing. My boys are into fishing. We go to the Amazon one. Oh, I know, Chris. I know it was sick. The Amazon and look, you know, I'm always down for doing something dangerous and adventure. Oh, I didn't tell anyone at premiere. I can see the suits having the big one right now thinking that I'm going to go die in the Amazon. Sorry, suits. Like I swear I'll be safe, <laughs> but we get to this Amazon. Now this is going to be important for the story. Okay. I want you to, I want you to picture this at the Amazon booth. It's this huge setup. 
they have a boat there, one of the boats you're on. And part of this setup is they have chairs and tables set up around the boat. And they're, hey, 10 days in the Amazon, eight days. I don't remember how much it was, but hey, come down and fish the Amazon for a while. Part of the setup was this huge, I want to call it a poster, because that's really what it was. A thick poster. When I say huge, picture this. You're staring at it. I would say it's 10 feet tall, probably. Probably 15 feet wide. So it's huge. It dwarfs you. And it's just a, a thick piece of paper, a poster, with various pictures on it. Look at the fish we pulled out. Look at the food we'll serve. Look at the, the kind of a big a brochure, a giant brochure for the trip that's going to catch your eye. And around the poster, there is wood paneling. Not the thickest in the world, but wood paneling. Okay? Staying with me here? We're over there. We're dealing with the Amazon people trying to figure out, okay, are we all going to die of malaria? Can, can I even afford something like this? We're going through the details of the trip. How long are we gone? Where are we going? All these things. As we're standing there talking to the person, I need to stress this. There was nobody by the poster. Nobody in our party was by the poster. Nobody. We're standing there talking and bap, one of the wood panels on the top, on the top right, one of the wood panels comes off right by me. My life flashed before my eyes, and by the grace of God, it missed me and hit the wife. No, I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it was terrible. But it, did, it missed me, and bam, nails her right in the head. I don't want to act like it was, oh, little boo-boo, ha, 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 that's funny. She grabs her head. Now, remember, she's a gymnast, accomplished, nationals. On the, she was on the Canadian national team, like a gymnast. The woman is hard as nails. She's holding her head. There's no screaming, crying. The wife doesn't scream or cry. But she's holding her head, and she looks up, and you can tell she's hurt. So I'm like, all right, all right, hey, sit, sit down, sit down, sit down. She sits down. Pulls her hand away. There's a goose egg immediately on her head, probably half the size of a golf ball. Obviously, the people there were great. I'm sure they were worried about getting sued. I'll get her some ice and all these other things. Like I would ever, I would never do that. I would never sue them or anything like that. But pretty sure she had a concussion. Had to fly her home yesterday with the concussion. I'm only laughing because she's fine now. We were laughing about it today. But went to the Safari Club convention and the wife got a concussion. <laughs> it's not funny. It's terrible. It's, but what are the odds of that, right? I'm just glad it didn't hit me. Sorry, princess. I love you. All right. It's Medal of Honor Monday. And then we're going to get to remote work. And if you want to yell at me about anything, which will be the norm, or send your love, your hate, your death threats. All those are welcome to jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. But we had to get her home. I had to get her on a plane. I had to be back to work. You know I don't take any time off. I had to get her home. What she needed, she needed a night's sleep in the MyPillow 2.0. She went to bed. Look, I'm not saying I would never make any claims. Like, hey, MyPillow 2.0 can fix a concussion because it clearly can't. All I know is this. When the wife laid down last night, she had a neck that was stiff from getting hit. She had a head that hurt so bad. Like when she smiled, it hurt. When she woke up this morning, 
she was all smiles. By the time I got out of bed, she was making French toast for the boys before school. Did my pillow 2.0 do that? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. What I do know is life's a lot better around my house since my pillow 2.0 got there. Thank you, my pillow. And they're buy one, get one free right now with the promo code Jesse. Remember, it's a my pillow only with temperature regulating thread. Can it fix concussions? Probably not, but it worked in my house. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, all right? MyPillow.com, radio listener special square, promo code JESSE. It's time for Medal of Honor Monday. You ready? Hang on. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 